Three beers later. Three beers later. Three beers later. Fridge guys. Welcome back to the fridge guys. This is episode six of uh, the, this is going to be a blind beer tasting. Another one we haven't been a couple months since I did a blind taste testing. Um, right here before the holidays, I invited a, a few of the the fridge guys back that have been on the podcast before. Um, the very first episode that we were called, what were we called? Friends of Friends. 3BL. Yeah. Um, we've got Doug. Doug, what, what's your Twitter handle, Doug? Doug underscore Palmer. Doug's here? Yep. Hello. How you doing? Good. Good to be back. Yes. This is, actually, this is your third because you came to the second one, too. Yeah, you? I did. Yep. Um, we also have Fresh402. Yes, that is correct. Yes, at Fresh402. That's what we call them. <laughs> <laughs> it took more. us a while the first time, but we got it. Yes. And also we have uh, my buddy John. He is uh, Scot- Scotch and Stouts. Scotch and Stout. Yeah, it's yeah, at Barry Mia Royal. Yeah. That's right. John was here for the uh, the very first blind taste testing, so I figured I'd invite him back for <laughs> another one because that was all IPAs, and uh, we're going to do all stouts tonight. All right. Yes. So I uh, I pulled six different uh, stout beers out of the fridge, um, took a picture of all of them so I knew what the hell they were, <laughs> and uh, went ahead and decided to wrap them up with... Uh, you know the the blue painters tape ran out of that, and now I'm on to the uh, black electrical tape. So you guys have no idea what they are, um, and I'm just gonna open them up. We're gonna pour them, talk about uh, tasting, and talk about whatever. We don't have to be all about craft beer tonight, but uh, it's the holidays. We can talk about whatever bullshit comes to mind. But we're gonna talk about what you guys think that you taste in these beers and. And I'll tell you how wrong you are. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right. You guys excited for this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coming from drinking Bud Light all night, I am. <laughs> God damn it. Here's a blue yummy. <laughs> Here's number one. Blue number one. I'm going to open this up. Um, I've had a few beers tonight. Anybody? You, 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 you've been drinking Bud Light. Yeah. We can't, I came from a holiday party from the... From my day job, so that's all that or it was bush light, so you went with the more flavorful of the yeah, two. The more high class, I guess, <laughs> <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> I've had nothing yet today, so my palate's ready to go. Clean. Well, so it's freshes too. <laughs> <laughs> I did I had a few beers this afternoon. Where are you drinking some beers at today, John? Uh, I had one at the house while I was watching a little entertainment this afternoon, and then uh, <laughs> and then I uh, made my way to Cosmic Eye. I had one a crowler I had to go pick up, so I had a beer there. So what type of entertainment were you watching? A little internet video. <laughs> <laughs> like skateboarding and that kind of yeah, thing. that's right. I'm sure they were wonderful videos. <laughs> um, all right. Everybody got uh, probably a pretty much equal pour. Take a little sniff on the nose. What are you guys picking up on that nose? 
I'm going to make John go last every single time because John is a craft beer connoisseur and you guys are just... I'm like a novice. I'm getting a little hint of tart something and that's all I'm getting. So I'm way off. I can't even guess, to be honest with you. Does it smell like beer? It smells a lot better than Bud Light. (laughs) (laughs) John, what are you picking up there? Uh, I'd say a little bit of mint. Mint on the nose, huh? All right, going for the sip. Well, I'll let you guys sip first, and then I'll take a drink of it. I've never had this beer. It's mm. interesting. Well, I like uh, it. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm not going to talk about what I pick up on it, because I... Know what it is? Yes. What's the uh, first flavor that stands out? Anybody? Stout. <laughs> it is a stout, roasty. Is that what you're? You know? like I, I could keep, I, like I guess I don't know the flavors or any or you know kind of taste like that, but I, I could definitely keep on drinking this. Yeah. Do you drink many stouts? Uh, would you say isn't uh, Zipline? Don't they have an oatmeal stout? They have is an oatmeal porter. Oatmeal porter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no, like, the uh, milk stout. I had a. There's a milk stout. Uh, I can't remember who it's from though. Yeah, well, they have a mocha stout too. Um, that's on tap right now. I think they might have some bombers of it, but um, actually, there'll, there'll be a couple uh, imperial porters in the lineup tonight too, which pretty much is the same thing as a yeah. stout almost. All stouts are porters. Porters, yeah. Not all porters are stouts. What are you picking up on this, John? Uh, molasses, maybe a little chicory. Uh, no mint. That was just uh, the mint was on the nose, just but a little nose. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm... Any peppers? I maybe get a little pepper. That's like it. Like yeah, a little like almost at the end. It feels like there's something there, but I definitely don't taste pepper. Mm-mm. No. No. Maybe. Maybe just a touch of cinnamon or some kind of spice, but not much. Yeah, a little bit of cinnamon, I would say. Um, let's see here. I've got to. Are you telling us what it is right now, or? No, I won't tell oh. you right now. Oh, okay. Let me see what, uh, this is a Imperial Mexican Stout. Mm-hmm. So, it does have the cinnamon in it. It does have uh, cacao nibs and ancho chilies. So, I don't know if you guys have ever had many Mexican Stouts that consist of pretty much cinnamon, chocolate, peppers, sometimes vanilla. Um. This one is not barrel aged. This is just a uh, imperial or a double stout. Um, anybody want to guess the ABV on this? Ten and a half. Ten and a half. What do yeah. you say, Fresh? Uh, I'll go eight point two. That's quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking eight. Eight. Not it, too high. It is right at ten percent. Oh wow! Yeah. Pretty smooth. Ten percent. Yeah. I don't see, yeah. see a whole lot of burn or anything like that. No. By the way, mine was a backswing oatmeal stout. Oh, the backswing oatmeal <clears throat> stout, yeah. Um, so you were at Cosmic Eye. What uh, did you get at Cosmic Eye today? Uh, I had the wheat IPA. Is it an IPA? Uh, the, well, they have another wheat. Is it the brand new one? No. <clears throat> Just the, it's the wheat something, the wheat IPA. Stuck on you? 
Mm, might be. I don't yeah, remember. Just a wheat beer. Volume one. You know, so off of Cosmic Eye, though, I went there yeah. a month ago or so, and I wasn't a fan of sours until I went there. And they had, do they only have one sour there? Yeah. 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 It famous, was famous golfer. It was fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's like a sour for like beginners, really. Yeah. It's yeah, a really starter, yeah. starter sour. Because I had a sour when I was on 3BL and it tasted like I was puking. <laughs> and so it's like I'm never having a sour again but I got their flight so it's like okay I'll just try it on this one yeah. and it was like it changed for of the sours that I've you know I, I would open it back up to sours yeah because of it it's very easy to drink has good yeah. uh, good flavor to it that one's brewed with uh, a black tea doesn't really come through as much but I think it softens up the the body of the the beer quite a bit um what uh, you, you've all been to Cosmic Eye, haven't you? Yeah, a few times. Yeah, I know that's a uh, Mark and Connor. They always argue about uh, Cosmic Eye. Mark. They got the rivalry with Sam. Yeah, <laughs> hey, well, I think Connor goes in all the time. He he really likes it, but Mark's the one who's he's got issues. He has issues with most local beers, i.e., peanut butter porter. Yep. <laughs> He zip or uh, Boulevard is the only one that's sort of nearby that he, yeah, loves all the time. Yeah, I guess he does like all Boulevard beers, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. They haven't drank too many Boulevard beers on there, have they? No. When I was on last time, he was looking for something but never found it. So, oh, was that? Uh, I don't remember which one he was trying that to was get. Snow and Tell. Yep, that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's a good beer. It's fairly limited though. You don't see it too. Too much. It should be available right now, though. Yeah, it should be out there in stores. I'm sure somebody has it. Um, let's see. What did I have to drink today? I had a Pilsner this morning earlier. Not this morning, but earlier. <laughs> uh, then I had a, uh, a, a Brazilian Pilsner. Brazilian Pilsner. It was a Pilsner made in Brazil. Yes, yeah. a clean finish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very smooth. Um, also had a Toplin Goliath IPA, the Sosas. Where are they out of again? Decorah, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. They just, uh, last week, they had their big, big barrel, like number one beer in the world, barrel-aged coffee stout release. It's called KBBS Kentucky Breakfast Brunch Stout. I think that's what it's called. So I know like Mark and Connor, they've had those before on theirs. Is there a place here in town that sells them or is it? Top and Goliath? Yeah. Yeah, you can get them at any grocery store or, okay. or Moran's. Uh, uh, Myers has Top and Goliath on shelves. Um, probably mostly cans right now because they're doing cans instead of, they used to have 22-ounce uh, bombers. But you can find uh, Pseudo Sioux, you can find Pompeii. Um, what else? I mean, some of the ones that sit there all the time, yeah. like Dorothy and. Most of their beers are available for a limited time, and they continually rotate what's available. Yeah. So, did you haven't had too much Toplin Goliath. I don't think I've ever had any. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just released that giant stout. It's uh, it was a hundred dollars for a twelve ounce bottle. Holy cow! Shit. Yeah. Is it that good? It's supposed to be the number one beer in the world by Beer Advocate. I've never tried it. Hopefully I will soon. 
I didn't uh, I didn't go stand in line for hours to wait for it, but plenty of people did. Hey, you got the time and the money. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have been to Top Lane Goliath and stood in line yeah, four hours <laughs> in the cold for done. other beers. I have done that, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you guys aren't drinking this very fast. We've got I six. Drink we've got stouts s- that fast. Got six beers, six stouts to well, drink. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get Uber ready right now. Well, the first two are bombers. This was a twenty-two ounce bomber. Um, the rest of there's a, one more bomber, and then uh, then will just be twelve ounce bottles that we'll have to share. So, very tiny pours. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, beer. Oh. Um, Two two months ago, I had uh, the guys from Poor Craft Beer and Spirits on this uh, podcast telling me about when they were going to get opened up. And guess what? They opened up. That's right. All Grand right. opening is this week going on. You went to their soft opening, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Last last week, we went to the soft opening just so you work out the kinks. And they had a, had a contractor night for everybody that helped them get it built. They had an industry night, and they had a friends and family night. And it... Uh, Incredible atmosphere. Incredible atmosphere. The bar is beautiful. Where are they at? They're right over uh, 70th and Pioneers. Okay. Um, that little strip mall that has uh, Source Eat Fit and uh, Popeyes. Right at the end, right? There. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. what I, th- I think I see. Yeah. That. And there's there's parking in the front. There's also parking in the back. Um, entries on both ends of the building. Um, but absolutely incredible atmosphere there. They have 24 taps. Um, well... 23 of them have beers. There's one root beer that's on tap. For those that don't, uh, don't you know, you bring your your underage kids or something like that or the DDs, they can they can drink that. And they have a, a huge selection of incredible spirits. It's it's amazing of the high end stuff that they have there. Do I do I recall? Is it them or was it Raven that doesn't have any like domestics of like Bud Light or anything like that? Or do they does uh, do they also have like the Bud Light there? Well, the Happy Raven does not, okay. and neither does Poor. Because okay. I think one of the I, I think one of them you actually talked about. I think it might have been yeah. Happy Raven. Happy Raven, where, yeah. Where he, you guys actually talked about it. Yeah, he, he decided not to carry any AB and Bev products there. Okay. I don't know if Poor is doing that or not. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either, but uh, of course that would extend into not just Bud Light, but many craft beer brands as well that they are going to eliminate from their lineup because they're owned by Budweiser, AB mm-hmm. and Bev. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't recall any of those. Uh, Beers being on tap. Yeah, I'm not sure what his... Uh... I went there yesterday because every day this week they did a collaboration with a different uh, local Nebraska craft brewery. So Monday they was a release with Cross Strain out of Omaha. Uh-oh, better turn my <laughs> phone off here. Uh, so Monday that was a Cross Strain. Today was Code... Um, we heavy. Yep, yeah, a we heavy. I haven't been there. Stop by then. Tried that. How was that, John? It was uh, a standard code beer, a very solid beer, not anything that's going to uh, jump out and impress you too much, but just a solid craft beer. Yeah. Cla- classic style. Yeah. 
Probably not a style you guys have ever had is a wee heavy, I bet. I don't think so, no. Scotch. Unless you've given me one. Unless, unless you had a snow and tell, because that's a scotch ale that's right. from Boulevard. Oh, I had a snow and tell this weekend, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> I'm learning right now that I did have one. <laughs> we have you as kind of like a imperial scotch ale. Bigger one. Well, I don't know if you guys just heard that. Just crack the second beer. We did this last time. When you were busy, we forgot to talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm over here trying to pour beers, and you guys just as you're looking at me. That's actually like a good pour. Like you could hear it on yeah, on Doug's there. Glug, mm-hmm. glug, glug. Yes, I try to get the the audience immersed <laughs> into this podcast. <laughs> All the speakers in your car going at the same time. Beautiful. It's like they're right here with us. <laughs> that's that's. That's one thing that uh, they 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 don't do too many bombers on three BL, do they? No, not, not that I've not, just not heard or just been there. You go in there. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's usually just like crawlers or cans that they usually pour far away from the mic. All right, how's that uh, first uh, whiff? How's that aroma? See, it smells very similar to me. That's where I'm at in my level. Very similar as the last one? Use it to the last one. You're I not guess, wrong, I wouldn't say. I smell a little bit different, but I don't know yeah, what, it's, what yeah, it would slightly be. different. Yeah, I don't know what, what direction it would go. Yeah, this one smells, smells a little fuller to me than the last beer does. It's a, it's a good, uh, I don't know, maybe a little light milk chocolatey head to it. Not too dark or anything like that. Uh, first, uh, first taste. What, uh, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you take a drink of that? I'll just say deliciousness. I, I really enjoy this one. You know, I, I can't put a pinpoint of what it is, but it's, it's got more of a sweet, yeah, like a chocolatey, no chocolatey flavor. Sweet. That is pretty damn sweet. That's tasty beer. Yeah, I like that one. I've never had this one either. Have you had the? Oh, you said you haven't had the first one. No, okay. no. I um, I think a couple of these I've had before, but uh, I try to find a couple that I'd never had before and see what it, what it tastes like. I mean, I I know what it is, but it's fun because I did it a few hours ago. So <laughs> <laughs> had a couple beers since then. Who I did have a. So I said I had a, a IPA from Toppling. That's what we were talking about. Um, Sosis, that was a brand new that they just canned. Um, it's a double IPA. It was pretty tasty. Um, also, what did I drink? Uh, uh, beer from Pulpit Rock, which is right next to Decora. It was a, another double IPA. It was called Saftig. And also a, a Gigantic. They're one of their new double IPAs. Uh, Fluffy Tufts or something like I think that. That's it. Yeah. So I had those today, all IPAs. That's why when I decided to grab beers out of the fridge, I said, we're going to drink some stouts tonight. So your Safdig, was that one of the ones that you got or one of the new ones that's the DDH? No, it, was, it wasn't a double dry hop one. Yeah. No, uh, that was just one that somebody had opened up. At the... Yeah, I knew a bunch of those guys were there last week, so I thought maybe they got the new version. Yeah. Um... What else? Uh, 
You guys been? ABV. Oh, yeah. Well, need to bring that up here. What, uh, what are your guys' guesses? 9.8. 8. 8.7. I'm still going to stick with 8. This one seems more like a milk stout. This is right at 9%. Mm. So you were close. Not the ballpark yet. Yeah. Uh, going over. Yeah. Has a, <laughs> so Price is Right rules are just close. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's right. So this is a Imperial Porter. This is a double oh. porter. Nine percenter. And this was brewed with agave and vanilla beans. Hmm. And then it was aged in rum barrels. Don't get that. Ah, I don't pick up any rum barrel. We get the agave and vanilla. <clears throat> yeah, that 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 sweetness right off the right. front that that we got. That's what we're getting there. But you know, sometimes rum barrel beers they're just way too hot. Uh, this one I don't don't think uh, it's a problem. No, not no. hot, not even rummy at all. No, and both of this this last the first one that was a twenty eighteen. Uh, this one was uh, March of 2018, so they're they're Fresh. this yeah this year. Um, let's see here, what was I what the hell was I talking about before you said ABV? Sorry, you said what about, and that's where you got. Yeah, you uh, finished with the beers you drank today. On the oh beer. yeah, that's <laughs> right. We were talking about that. So you were drinking Bud Lights, and you haven't drank anything, guys. Uh, what's uh, have you had anything interesting this week that you've been drinking? I went to Boiler. It was the end of last week, but uh, their plum sour and their cranberry sour. No, oh, the sour from another those. mother. Yep. Yeah. And then their quintuple IPA, which the, I can't yeah. remember the name of it now. The, the those were double dog dare. Yep, that's the one. That was did very you have good. Just the IPA, or did you have one of the flavor ones? I had just the IPA because I hadn't had any of them previously. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Eighteen percent IPA. Yeah, but you it doesn't taste like there's alcohol in it at all. I mean, it's yeah, for any try, beer, but especially that high. You try the coffee one, the Java. Very good. Yeah. I don't love coffee, though. Yeah. It makes it hard. <laughs> Dane and I don't I drink don't, coffee I don't, either. I don't drink coffee either, but you just don't like the flavor of coffee. Right. Yeah. Add creamer. Yeah. I could put creamer add, in my add, beer. Add alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't drink coffee. I don't know if I don't drink coffee because I think it's mostly because I have very sensitive teeth and I don't like hot things on my teeth. Fair enough. I'm kind of old. Just cold things. I do like cold things on my teeth. <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, though, I went out to uh, White Elm. Ooh. I think it was the same thing, um, same day that uh, Muchachos was out there for their two-year mm. anniversary or whatever. Yeah, that was uh, like a month. Two, okay, was it a month, month ago? A half ago, yeah. Okay. Um, I had whatever Connor and Mark had on theirs, uh, from their, uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, it was about 10% or I think, um, <laughs> that definitely came through. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like applause. I <laughs> uh, but th- then I also had their like, uh, infusion galaxy or something. Out there. Inverted galaxy. Inverted galaxy. Yeah, that both both things I had was was pretty delicious. But um, God, that fucking smells. 
We had an inverted galaxy on the very first blind taste testing that we did, didn't we, John? That's right. But, yeah, it was, it was White Elm. So I, I've been to two breweries in my entire life. Cosmic Eye was breaking the or popping the cherry of it and then went out to White Elm. And I, I would say White Elm is better out of the two to my, of, for myself that, that I've had so far. But yeah, They've been open for two years, and White Elm's been yeah, open they, for two months. Yeah, so they'll get there, but... Yeah. But I can't. I can't remember what. What you had that was ten percent. Was this was a stout? I don't know. To be honest with you, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. I know three BL people had it, and so I was like, I went out there and I, I tried it because of them, but I can't remember what it was. I know I had that Galaxy though because it was the higher ABV out of the yeah, two. It's a double IPA. Yeah. So it's like nine percent. It was it nine percent? Yeah, I think so. Okay, then, yeah, even, uh, what was one of why White Elm has like a newer beer out? I think that's what they had, of three BL, and even my wife, not a beer drinker, t- drank it and she actually enjoyed it though herself too. Hmm. I can't. Well, the new ones that day was the barrel aged apricot saison nor Colette. There was a Trace Cerise or something like Cerise. that. Cerise. It was a cherry sour. Um, what else? Well, they had year two. If it wasn't a stout, you'd remember that one. That one was 15%. Um, what else did they have that day? So I'm, I was there all day and kind of drawing a blank. Yeah. Drank a lot of beer. This is fascinating day. to like Goodwill hunting, but with <laughs> beer. <laughs> Rain Man, maybe? Yes. Yes, I'm gonna give me a chalkboard. Champarado's on at ten. Champarado's on at ten. Ooh, we did drink Champarado yeah. that day too. We had Champarado the first fridge, or friends of slash fridge guys. Oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We did open up a. We were at the end of our our tasting, and and you you said that you really loved Champarado, and I, I had do. one in the fridge up there. The one we took to like Texas it was dropped a couple times, but oh yeah, that one did. I take a little can damage. Uh, Champarado's coming out next month. Yeah. Jan- January. Regular Champarado uh, is coming out, and then I think in February, uh, barrel-aged Champarado will be out. So when does it Champarado come out? Like, originally? Next month, January. Like, each year? Um, I think it's about that yeah, time every year. January, February time. Okay. Yeah. Because I tried to look for it after the first one, and I couldn't find it anywhere, but... Oh, after you had it here? That, yeah. Yeah. No, it had been sold out for it's months. It's pretty but, limited. Yeah. yeah. They'll probably sell out by the end of January. Yeah, hmm. well, and this year it'll be even more limited because the word is out on mm-hmm. how desirable it is. And I believe this is uh, going to be aged. Last one was bourbon barrel aged Champarado. This one will be apple brandy barrel aged Champarado. Which, if you're a spirit guy... Apple brandy has quite a different taste than, than uh, bourbon does. A little bit. Explain the difference. Well, or can you? Apple brandy to bourbon? Yeah. Well, brandy's just sweeter usually in general. Yeah. Yeah. Brandy is more caramely, and yeah. van- and bourbon's more vanilla, and and depending on the barrel, yeah. that apple brandy you might get quite a bit of apple notes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you don't. Jim Beam is a bourbon, if you a cheap one. But that's bourbon. Yeah. yeah, that's that's for uh, a different podcast. <laughs> bourbon guys. Bourbon guys. 
I don't know. What do you keep your bourbon in? Uh, a closet? <laughs> bourbon closet? More like a cabinet. Uh, cabinet. That's yeah, the cabinet, that's right. guys. <laughs> <laughs> closet guys is a different, different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, well, we, after six stats, we might be recording that later. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> All righty, then. So, this beer, I, I, it's enjoyable. I'd drink it again. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. I'd definitely take the second one over the first one. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. That one uh, didn't, didn't enjoy the cinnamon as much as you do the vanilla and agave. I guess I didn't taste the cinnamon so much on the first one, but I like, um, you said John, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. John uh, was saying of like the sweetness. I, I guess I like the sweetness better. Yeah, like a, it's pretty approachable, and the, I thought the first one was a little disjointed. Not, you couldn't really tell what was going on in that, and this one is pretty clear, especially after you told us what was going on. That's like, yeah, that's what it, that's what it tastes like. Yeah, <laughs> except... That rum barrel, I just no, don't, I don't not, get that. I'm not yeah, that's an, yeah, I don't get that at all. Which is it's crazy. Yeah, I I wonder how long it was aged in rum barrels because right. it's, like an afternoon maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just poured the beer through the barrel and right yeah. back out. <laughs> but uh, um, I had things to talk about and I'm just kind of drawing a blank here. Let me grab my trusty. I know Doug and I can talk about wrestling. No, oh, oh yeah, we can. You watch Survivor Series? <laughs> no, we're not talking about wrestling. I saw movies this weekend. We can talk about whatever. What movies did you see, Doug? Uh, I saw Into the Spider-Verse and uh, Roma on Netflix. Two very different movies. Both really good, though. Spider-Verse has your guy Nicolas Cage in it. What? Yeah. He's <laughs> one, of the, one of the Spider-Men. No way. Yeah, he's Spider-Man noir. I don't know what that means. Well, you, you go see the movie and you will. I'll show you a picture, though, and it makes a lot of sense. Mm. Just He's not there. the pig one, is he? He is not. That's John Mulaney. Oh, he's from that Big Mouth show. Yeah. Did you watch that in the second season? I have not watched the second season. Mm. I actually just got through the first season. Oh, it's fantastic. Recently. Show. I love that show. Yeah, Nicolas Cage voices that guy. Oh, he's uh, the guy from Rorschach. More or less. That's what he looks like mm-hmm. from Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was, he was Freddy Krueger too, and the newest Freddy Krueger. Oh, he, yeah, the actor who played Rorschach, Earl or whatever the hell's name is. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good movie. It was a fun movie. Oh yeah, James Earl Keane or something. Like that. Is that it? I don't know what the hell his name is. That's oh, Jackie something. Jackie. Jackie. Oh. Yeah. You don't watch too many movies, though, do you, Fresh? No, I don't. We already we know this. You're like... Chris Baznet right now. Yeah, Baznet <laughs> doesn't watch any no. movies either. I try to watch TV shows more. Right now, I'm on Last Man Standing, starting it with Tim Allen. It seems oh. like it's a new age home improvement, really. Mm. Uh, isn't he, Tim, the tool man in every single show he's in? Well, he's uh, head of marketing in... in uh, Last man standing right now. Mm. I think he was head of marketing in the Santa Claus, too. I think you're right, actually. Something like that. Yeah, because remember, he, he didn't want uh, Santa cruising down the, the street in a tank. Yep. Yeah. It's all coming back now. <laughs> what do you mean it's all coming back? I haven't seen Santa Claus in years. Yeah, I know you don't talk about Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> 
movie podcast about not Christmas movies. We oh, talked man. about just that one slipped through. Talk about Christmas movies real quick. Oh, yeah. Christmas Chronicles. The new one on Netflix oh, yes. with uh, Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, yes. Fantastic movie. I haven't watched it yet. I, I really enjoy it. My kids, that I think they're on about uh, showing five of it, and I've probably seen three of the showings. So is it for kids or is it for everyone? I think it's for everyone. I like. I, at the end of the day, it's a good storyline of it, but... I think it's not geared towards kids. Obviously, without giving it away, it's definitely of Christmas and it's Santa Claus. But um, I, I would say that. Well, I guess I'm 33, and I I enjoyed it each showing that I that I've watched it. So it's definitely not a Frozen type of movie or the original Santa Claus, but. It's an all-around good movie, I yeah. guess. I'm intrigued by it. I want to watch it. I got a week or so to watch it before Christmas gets here. You guys uh, big Christmas fans? I was... Yeah. I totally was messing up. I could, we could have did Christmas beers. Actually, I don't have... <laughs> I, don't, I don't keep too many Christmas beers <laughs> in the fridge, so... I would have to make a special trip to someone else's Put fridge. a candy cane in all of them, and it's pretty much the same thing. Christmas fans, like the holiday or the movies or... Yeah, just all around. Christmas. I don't know, I guess. I'm not like, I don't hate it, but it's fine. I hate Christmas. There's lots of good movies <laughs> I like. There's lots of the food, but so much family we have to visit or somebody will whine or a different person will whine if we only spend one hour versus one hour and eight, you know. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't want to be Grinch, but I fucking hate Christmas. <laughs> I, I really hate the Christmas shopping part of it because your wife doesn't do that. Well, I have to buy her something. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, you got to buy your wife one hard. thing. <laughs> no, well, I have to buy technically four things: one for myself, and then one from each kid. <laughs> well, you already got yourself a PlayStation. We already Xbox, Xbox One. Yeah, <laughs> you already screwed up the first purchase. So, oh well, no, it's like. Now it's whatever she's buying as well. You bought an Xbox One. Why can't I buy this? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so now I'm regretting the whole decision part of it. But no, it's just trying to buy the whole Christmas gifts for her of what she wants. And that's the part I hate. Does she give you an uh, actual like list? She Well, in a way, uh, it's not glugging on that one. I can't. I can't pour as much. These are. We're down to the twelve ounce bottles. It, she she gives me a like. I want this, but most of the stuff is like expensive, so I can't get them all for her. But I have to buy basically four gifts for her, and so it. I fucking hate it all. One, I hate spending money, but two, it's like she knows what she's getting because she tells me what she wants. So. Well, at least you don't know. If she tells you what you want, then you just go out and get it. Well, it's like, oh, I want Bath and Body Works. All right, well, the whole fucking store is like different yeah, things. Get her a couple uh, lotions, a couple bars yeah. of soap, bada bing, bada boom. Everything in that store is the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter what you buy. Yeah. It's, all, it's a candle, it's a freaking soap or shampoo. But you got to get it right, though. Well, you can also give her the receipt. <laughs> no, yep. Touche. All right, beer number three was poured. 
Aroma. What do you got on the on the nose there? I thought I got like coffee notes the first time, but I don't know anymore. You got coffee notes? Yeah, I don't know. I really smell the same thing from the last one. <laughs> wow. Did you rinse? <laughs> yeah, that might be it. But what uh, what are you picking up? I, on this? I uh, smell the same, similar to the first one. Actually, I think this might be a Mexican style. I think this is Mexican. All right, Doug, you went in for a drink. I did. I don't know what I'm getting. That's just like a mishmash of flavors. Yeah. That's a good face you got there, John. (laughs) I would agree. I don't know what I'm tasting. Like a bitter finish? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. uh, You don't like this one fresh? Not compared to the other two, no. Yeah, there's just something off on the nose in this yeah. one. Mm-hmm. It's the nose doesn't match the flavor and and uh, the flavor, I guess, vanilla. It's tastes like a glass of alcohol. It's, Do you feel you get some burn on this one? Yeah, a little bit. Not, not, I don't know. Not in like a bourbon barrel way or anything like that. But I don't know. I don't love it. No. Well, this. I'd say this. Could be another porter. It's not very stouty. Well, it's a Russian Imperial Stout. No way. No, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ABV guesses? Oh, ten. Uh, nine. Yeah, I think it's got to be... If that's a Russian Imperial, it's got to be ten. Yep, ten point five. Yeah. Ten and a half percent. Um, this one, I gotta taste it again because I don't get any of that flavor that it says that it is. So, did you make notes over there, or yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. No, I don't. I'm not picking up this either. But this is a 2018. But this was a January of 2018, so this is almost a year old. But it's a coffee marshmallow stout. No. No. I mean, I there is some. Sweetness, like I said, maybe kind of vanilla type flavors, which could be the marshmallow, but yeah, not not directly marshmallow flavored. Yeah, I wouldn't say so either. No. So for people like myself, explain of like the March of 2018, January of 2018, of what's the significance of that? Well, it's just the freshness of the beer. Um, you know, the newer the beer. More likely, the flavors are going to be more prevalent and and bright. Um, the older it gets, sometimes those things fall off, depending on what the flavors are. Some flavors will come out af- over age, but you think that a couple months wouldn't save this one, though? I wouldn't think. I Maybe. bet. I bet drinking this one in January is a completely different beer than it is right now. And lots of times, when you drink a coffee stout, um, sooner the better. His coffee flavors tend to fall off a lot quicker, or and change. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they change for the, the the worst. Start tasting like green peppers and stuff like that. Oh. Bad coffee gets real vegetal tasting. Um, I would say, you know, with it not being actual vanilla and being marshmallows, I think that's what's holding this beer back too. After it's almost a year old, uh, if it was vanilla bean, it probably would wouldn't be as 
I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's just not where it probably was. Right. So would you say, like, the older the beer, maybe the better? Depends on the style. Depend, depends on a lot of things. Okay. Nor- normally, you want to drink the beer fresh. Um, kind of what, what I do is I usually buy a couple of them. Uh, we'll drink them fresh, and we'll sit on them for six, seven months, try them in, sit on them for a year or two or more, and then try them again, depending on what it is. Like that rum barrel one, I mean, we probably could have sat on that one for a while. I don't know if it would have done anything to it because the barrel character didn't come out in it at all. So. Right. But sometimes you just take a chance on some of these beers if you decide to keep them. But more than you know, more than average, you just want to drink your beers when you buy them fresh. Right. The brewers put them out at that time for a reason because they think it's it's tasting the best it's going to taste. Like the Budweiser born on date. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that's wrong. Hey, <laughs> I, I I had a had a Bud Light outside that was sitting um probably since July. It was sitting underneath my bar outside. I just threw it away the other day and I thought about opening it up and tasting it because it probably tastes the exact same. I'm pretty sure it's boiled and frozen a couple <laughs> different times. And I bet it tastes just like it did fresh out of the box. But yeah. Maybe a little flat and that's about it. Yeah, I was surprised it didn't blow up. Because it, it froze a, a couple different times. Yeah, and then heating up too. Long, long, awkward yeah, I don't, sorry. silences. I, just, I don't hate this one, but it's I don't know. Myself, I definitely wouldn't drink it again. You don't even know what it is. No, I don't. (laughs) I don't. But if I was ranking the first three, this would be the last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right now I'm... Like, I get... I can see there's marshmallow in there, but it's... Yeah. Yeah, after you say it, I I get it, but it's it's not a good... Right now, I would probably be two, one, three... That's probably where I'm ranking them right now. I'd probably go the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So explain a little bit, I guess, uh, for somebody like myself. How do you, when you first started drinking craft beer and everything, how do you decipher through, you know, I guess I don't taste the marshmallow part of it, but how do you, how do you decipher through that? Decipher through the flavors? Yeah. Well, have you ever ate coffee or drank coffee before or ever ate a marshmallow before? Well, yeah, not together, though. Well, uh, most of the time it's not a situation like this where you don't know what you're drinking. I mean, you, you have an idea. <laughs> yeah, most you taste of, it and you say, yeah. oh, yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, most of the time you're already having a presumption of what that beer is going to taste like, whether it's because you know about the brewery or you you make a decision off of the way it looks or what it sounds like. So a lot of times you already have a flavor profile in your head before you even taste it. And it's practice too. Like if I have a meal, I can be like, it tastes like chicken with salt. But if Gordon Ramsay eats the same meal, he can be like, yeah, there was a little bit of this kind of mint in there with all, you know, this cheese from 1927 and just practice tasting lots of different things. 
Yeah, it's just as much learning about your own preferences and palate as much as it is about learning about beer. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, I've always, you know, when I got into to my beer journey, it was just drink as many different beers as I possibly can. And you just kind of develop, you know, what what taste that you like, you know. So, but when you're going through that journey, I guess, do you read the labels to understand what's in it, to know, like, know what it, or, or do you, like, basically look at it, drink it, and be like, all right, I like that beer, and kind of go on to the next one? Yeah, yeah, both. I mean, you you get to a certain point, like, when you're drinking these craft beers, it's not just you're slamming, slamming beers just to slam them. You're drinking them to see if you can pick out the different notes and just see how, how it's made, like... You, like I said, you always want to take a, 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 you know, a whiff of the beer. Like, oh my God, do you smell this one? It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really good. Yeah, it's Holy shit! <laughs> this beer smells phenomenal. Yeah. Do you do you pick anything up different on this one? For me, I, I guess it goes more back to number two, uh, of kind of leaning towards that. I guess of the sweeter aspect of it. Oh, but I, I guess outside of that, no, I. Because I'm, I'm like in an in-between where you're like, I can smell that it's different, but for me, I'm still like, I don't know what it is, oh, yeah. you know? This, this one this is, is vanilla. I get vanilla. Yeah, uh, it's vanilla. straight vanilla, and I yeah. get all kinds of barrel notes yeah. on the nose. See, I yeah, guess the for barrel myself, notes are there. I guess for myself is whenever I get, you know, kind of mix and match from the grocery store or Myers or something like that. Doug's over here shaking his head yes. Oh, it's just, good. I, drink of it. I, I guess I just drink it in... I, I don't read the label or anything like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can have more of that. I'll kind of like make a mental note or un, on untapped. I'll be like, all right, I'm, I'm going to mark it good and go back for it. But I guess that's just for myself. But now, because you haven't tried this one, now them saying vanilla and barrel notes, taste it now and see what you get out of it versus the other ones where you're 100% blind. Yeah. Um, yeah that one is we, very good. We did ruin that one for him, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I guess for myself, I don't know what barrel notes means. Oh, sure. So if, if you want to explain that, I guess. Of... Well, ba- barrel notes is just, you know, beers that are aged in certain kinds of barrels. You pick up that that the notes from the, those barrels. Like like when we were talking about this rum barrel one, I didn't pick up any rum flavor at all. Some, some rum barrel beers are super hot. When I say hot, that means that they taste boozy. You can taste the, the alcohol burn in it. Um... Or you can just taste the, the certain kind of rums that they use. You can taste those flavors. Um, in this one, I get I get bourbon barrel notes in this. Um, because the bur- lots of times in bourbon barrel beers, you, get, you pick up a lot of um, sometimes oak or vanilla and stuff like that. Or some char from the barrels. And I get a lot of vanilla out of this one. Definitely. It's good. Yeah. It's very good. What, what do you taste-wise there, John? Well, I think you nailed it. It's, uh, a lot of vanilla, mostly vanilla. Yeah, mostly vanilla. Let me see what uh, what do you think ABV in this is? Mm, Nine point three. I'm gonna go back to ten and a half. Say twelve. What did you say? Nine point three. No, you're right. Twelve. All right, so that's gonna be high. Yeah, and this one is nearly two years old. Really? Oh, it's it's amazing that 
this one <laughs> is two years old and those others are all fresh and this is yeah it's because it's in electrical tape right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. It's the first one with electrical tape. Yeah, I ran out of... Number three has half and half. <laughs> I ran out of the painter's tape, so we had to move to electrical tape. I figured that would be easier to pull off than, like, duct tape would be. Um, this one is... This is an Imperial Porter. Really? Yeah. Imperial Porter... Um, Brewed with cold steeped coffee and vanilla. Yeah, not much coffee, but that's because that's two years old. Yeah, I think the coffee fell off and the vanilla really jumped out in front. Um, This is aged in a a bourbon and rye whiskey oak casks. Yeah, I think a lot more bourbon than rye, but. Well, again, a couple of years could have taken the spiciness out of the rye, so. Um, says com- the new layers of complexity emerge with notes of soft caramel and smoky oak over a dark chocolate and roasted almond body. Did you pick up any of that stuff? Fresh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it is a tasty, tasty porter. And this is an example of why you might age a beer two years because it's still drinking great. It yeah. probably has changed considerably, from but it's still good, and it's evolving, and yep. it's good. And that's why, and I drank I drank one of these fresh when I bought them, and this I think this is a, the next time I've had one, so nearly almost two years, and it's still amazing. And it was delicious when they first had it. So would you then, then say that it, it was better tasting than when you first like when it was fresh that way or would you kind of compare it the same way as I don't know I think I like it better now as it, can can beers get better as they're oh, yeah. aged yeah okay yeah um you know not until recently did breweries really put out fine-tuned beers I would say some of the beers that that uh, some breweries put out they need to they needed to sit longer but Due to the fact of whatever, you know, need to produce more beer and get beers out and, you know. Having space to hold know, them. Holding barrels and stuff like that. Sometimes they, they're putting, but now the market's so oversaturated with so many breweries out there, you have to be on point or you're not going to stick around, I don't think. Yep. Um, so we were talking about Cosmic Eye, White Elm. You were at Boiler. You were drinking their, mm-hmm. their sours. Um, did you try any of their new stouts that they they had? I didn't. I don't know what it is, but I don't. In the winter, stouts to me do not sound good ever. Uh, yeah, I know. It's the opposite of what everybody else lives in their life. But I didn't have any when I was down there. No, I take that back. This friend had one, and I tried his, but I don't even know what he got. So Because they just released three... Three new stouts. Um, they did them in bottles. They did a, they did a coffee, uh, bourbon barrel aged stout. They did. A, that was the one he had. Yeah, they did a, um, uh, a double mash in Russian Imperial stout with peppers, and then they also did a double mash Russian Imperial stout with coffee, maple, and vanilla. Breakfast with Amy's. Oh yeah, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah. Maple coffee. It's supposed to be vanilla. French toast tasting. Yeah, but it has all four of those adjuncts. Yeah. In it. yeah. 
how many does how many beers does Cosmic Eye have now? Or are they because when I went 14. there they had okay because I was gonna say when I was there they had ten. Yeah. So I didn't know if they yeah, actually keep actually, ten or they might have fifteen or sixteen because yeah, they have some small them. small right. batch stuff on mm-hmm. right now. So they have fourteen regular beers and I think they have two new super super small batch that won't last the week um, on right now. So then when breweries like have the beers, is there an, like a number like a limit that they usually have or? Do they like? Do they top out at like? Oh, we're only going to have fifteen different beers, beers on there, or? Yeah, every brewery is different. Just depends on how many uh, tap handles they want to have in their their store. So, I think uh, the plan at Cosmic Eye is to have at least thirty. Okay. So, if they have fifteen on on one side and then fifteen on the other at some point in time, I mean, it's only been two two and a half months, yeah. so it's going to be a little while before they fill all those yeah. up. Well, and they had kind of an awkward situation with the city on when they could open so that put them back i'm sure with some things and yeah but like boiler what do they have like 24 i think something like that uh but then you know zipline beer hall has more beers on tap mm-hmm. than zipline tap room does yep so it just depends on the size yeah. of the place um one place that uh, I haven't been to, but they just have a new beer coming out locally here, Green Flash. They have a new uh, quad, wasn't it? That just came out. I think you're right, yeah. Called Magic Rooster. Uh, oh, and uh, Poor is having uh, like a special one-off keg of that. That uh, It's a Belgian quad, but with rosemary and dates. Yeah, sounds good. That should be interesting, to say the least, if you guys... So do you know what dates and rosemary taste like? No, I don't. <laughs> so you just don't eat food either. <laughs> no. I, I yeah. It I told you I was like, I I can I just come for the beer? <laughs> You're like, yep, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we have any chicken nuggets and french fries flavored beers here. You have taco wind flavored beers. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Mexican stout that first one that we had. Oh, I did have the raspberry hottie at Boiler, and it was fine. They really emphasized how much habanero was in it, and it, I didn't get that at all. Like, it had a little bit of burn when I was done drinking, but that's all. Yeah. I thought Which that is, was a good that one. That one's a, yeah. I feel like that one has a lot more raspberry in it. It's a lot it of raspberry. raspberry. And I liked it, but I was expecting something different, so... But then again, I had a ghost pepper beer one time. It's one of the worst things I've ever had because it was so spicy that oh, I literally yeah. had the hiccups after yeah. I drank it. And it didn't taste like anything, so. Was that ghost face killer? Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's been a while. It was yeah, when Lincoln saw Beer one of Fest. The top five worst beers I've ever drank in my entire life. It was terrible. So I'm glad it wasn't that, but. Yeah, I was just expecting something different. Yeah, I. Th- I do think that Boilers is doing some pretty tasty pepper beers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not punchy in the face hot, but after you swallow it, you're like, oh. Yeah, it takes better. a little bit and you start to, yeah. Which is good spicy food is the same way. It shouldn't really burn your mouth out immediately, but. We get quiet when the pour goes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pretty good. Mm, good nose on it. Not too bad. 
Yeah, this one does. Do you think it smells the same? Yeah, I'm across the board. See, I you think. should just mess with them and be like, I'm getting a lot of flowery notes. <laughs> rose <laughs> nips and I think beetles? I mean, rose hips? Rose hips, yeah. yeah. What kind of I rose know what nips <laughs> are you? Smell over here. I'm going to get like peppermint and mild sauce yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Well, when uh, Matt was here, I had one pumpkin beer. We drank that. And that was like the only like seasonal type of beer that I had. I don't I don't have any Christmas ales or anything like that. That was Happy Raven, right? Yeah. Yeah, even when I was listening to that, like when you guys were talking about the pumpkin one, I I was kind of even gagging at the same time with it because like I've had I think one pumpkin beer and it definitely was not I can't remember what it was, but it definitely wasn't good. Was it pump kick? Cuz that one's not good. No. Most most of them are not good. Like anything pumpkin besides like regular real pumpkin pie that I've ever had. It's Is I, there I, a real pumpkin in pumpkin pie? I don't know. But I mean I mean like <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I, if I ever had like a pumpkin spice latte or something like that, it's garbage. It's and all then, like, sugar. It's just, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like nutmeg and Yeah, it's mostly and spice. And, yeah. And that that one that we drank that night, it, it was a vanilla variant and I thought it was for a pumpkin beer, it was pretty good, but I don't mind spices like that in in beers. I I'll drink them when they're sitting in front of me. I don't necessarily go out and look for them or buy them, but uh, I'll drink them once in a while. What uh, what are you getting off of off of this this one right here? I feel like I'm getting a barrel age on this one. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a leg legs to it. It kind of stains the glass just a little bit. Yeah. See, we're picking up all this new lingo too. I know it has, uh, you know, it has some of the same characteristics as the last one, but the base stout is more. Uh, I don't care. I don't get any vanilla in this one. Yeah. I, there's I, get little, some, I get a little maybe, but yeah, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a vanilla stout, but it's no, it vanilla characters in it, and that bit. might just be from. If it's if it's barrel aged, it might just be from that. I don't think this. Right. It tastes a little more of the number one in it. You but you pick up a little more of that Mexican yeah. stoutness. Go to my notes. But I'm probably way off. I would say, what's that? The finish. I don't know what it is, but. And I think that might be for myself of what's tasting a little bit of of the number one. Am I syrupy? That's not the right. I don't know. What's not? It's not coming to me, but. Hmm. To me, it's a little graham crackery maltiness. Yes. What uh, What do you guys think ABV is on this? Mm, let me try it one time. I'm guessing since all of them had all of them but one have been above ten, I'm going to go nine point eight. <laughs> I think it's pretty high. I think it's you know. Over 10. Maybe 12. Yeah, I was going to say 11. 11 and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this one is uh, from June 2018. Yeah. It's, it, uh, uh, based on the legs, you know, you can tell it's not uh, fenced out. It's coating the glass. It is an ale brewed with pecans, wheat, and rye. And one quarter aged in bourbon barrels. 
So the whole beer wasn't barrel aged, just a quarter of it is, and then they blended it. But it is a Russian Imperial Stout. It says it's partially inspired by a Kentucky Derby pie. I don't know what the hell that is. Do you know what a derby pie is, John? Pecans. <laughs> Not really, but no. I have had this beer now that you describe it. <laughs> was it a horse for the Kentucky Derby? <laughs> I think it's a Brazilian horse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So just by that you know exactly what it is, John? From your description, oh yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I actually haven't drank this one this year. This I, is I had this year. I have got another one in the fridge. Yeah. So, it, so going back, I guess sorry to interrupt. So going back to kind of like the aging of it. Is there a purpose to drinking it months after you know, like June, July, January, whatever of a certain year? Is there a reason for that or or? Yeah. Just if you're a beer nerd and you want to see how your right. your palate develops and how the beer develops, and some beers are actually brewed in, with intentions that they will not be drank fresh. They're yep, yeah, there's very. There's some beers that say age them for years on the side of them. So, you know, stouts. You know, if it's not a barrel aged stout, I would say don't. I mean, maybe right. if it's just a Russian Imperial, you could hold on to it for a little while. But, uh, you know, ones have bigger, higher ABVs or alcohol by volumes. Um, if it's a heavily adjunct or there's a lot of different flavors that they add to it is what adjunct is. If it's heavily adjunct, I'd say try to drink it as fresh as possible because that's when those flavors are going to be uh, the most prevalent to you. So, like... That one that we drank was at number three that said it was coffee marshmallow. Drink that one fresh. It's it's gonna be the best fresh. So But it will it will usually say on the bottle like two not so much of word for word of saying like drink fresh or <laughs> there's there's a lot of beers that do say drink fresh on them. But there there'll be some of them that will say age right. yep. X amount of years or whatever. Yep. 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 There'll be a lot of them that say you know, have a drink by date that's 20 or 25 years out hmm. yeah and then there'll be some that's six months out yeah and, and going that way do you keep them like in the refrigerator the whole time or or well, does, you, is you that are on the fridge guys so. <laughs> <laughs> or, or does that vary of like if they're saying you know like john said you know 20 25 years out it, it do they think that you're going to keep it in the fridge the whole time or or where you kind of like keep it out in, you know, yeah. kind of room temperature wise or. I, I tend to keep my beers either in the fridge or right around 38 degrees to 45 degrees. And then my cellar is anywhere between 48 to 55 degrees is where I keep that. Um, and for my cellar, that's where I put barrel aged stouts, barrel aged sours, you know, just regular sours, Russian Imperial Stouts, stuff like that. Anything that's, you know, hoppy, like IPAs, those all go in the fridge. You put them in the fridge, keep them in the fridge until you drink them. Um, big, bigger beers, barley wines, I, I keep in cellar. Um, strong ales, um, trip, tripels and quads, stuff like that, I keep in the cellar. Um, 
in the fridge. I try to keep all the heavily adjunct, like coffee. You want to keep your coffee beers as cold as possible. You want to keep, but at the same time, I have so much beer that sometimes some of these coffee ones get put in the cellar just because I can't <laughs> drink it as quick. But um, that's just kind of the general rule of if you're going to keep beers. But I also recommend if you've never had it before, drink it. Drink right. it as soon as you can. But if you acquire beer as quickly as the fridge guy does, <laughs> sometimes you can't drink it as quick as you want to, even though he gives it a good damn try. <laughs> Always buy two bottles. Yeah, unless it's not very good. And then when it's not very good, open it up on a podcast with your friends. <laughs> That's what he does. That's how he gets you. But that'd be the friends of Three Beers Later, not the yeah. fridge. Or guy. give... Or give it to uh, to Doug to take the three beers later. Yep. <laughs> oh, they'll hate these. Yeah. They won't enjoy these at all, and I don't want to drink them. You take them. That's okay. Mark was in a much worse mood this last time when he brought his own beer, so. It... Oh, because he couldn't find the beer that he wanted? Because he couldn't find the one that he wanted. What, uh, what did you have on that? I brought Time Dragon from Cosmic Eye. And one of the IPAs from Boiler, which I don't remember because they don't have it in right now. And then Mark brought... Oh, you brought Double Thad? Yes, the Double Thad. And then Mark brought whatever he had. And when was this? When was it? Yeah. About a month ago. Yeah, yeah, probably was. The beginning of November. Sure. And... uh, I was their guest after the week before. They said, we have no one for next week. So I was the first choice after pass, basically. <laughs> after <no one>? yeah. <laughs> hey, don't worry. They, they skipped out on me all the j- <laughs> You were on the podcast. No, I was. But then they're like, oh, we have nobody. And then it was just those two. And then they talked about how they were going to, like, they had nobody. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, Fresh, you know, he hit us up. And we just ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they made it right. And you got got to come back. No, they made it right by not having me on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are to the number six beer of the night. I'm going to crack this one open. This one is also all black electrical tape. <laughs> so, like, I guess on some of them you put tape on top of it, like on top of the cap or whatever. Is that just because of the name is on there? And the, yeah, because there's a label on the cap. Okay. I'm so always we taking the last pour here, so so we got to keep on talking while the pour's going. Daniel Bryan is the current uh, WWE <laughs> champion, but Brock Lesnar is the universe. <laughs> shut, shut, shut your mouth. Well, and I saw movies that Brock nobody else Lesner, saw. Brock Lesnar, he's not WWE, though. No, yeah. he's still around. <laughs> he is, yep. He's got a part-time schedule, but he makes more than anybody else, so I'm not mad at him. If I got paid three times as much money to do my job half as often and then go back to my wife in Canada or wherever he has a farm. Yeah, I won't talk about last Sunday then. I didn't see last Sunday. For Pete's sake, guys. (laughs) Start your own wrestling podcast for crying out loud. All right, we'll talk about something else. Dungeons and Dragons anyway. You just wait. There will be one coming out. You're going to do a wrestling podcast? No, there's a lot of those already. Oh. So many. Yeah. Not that's so called, many that it shouldn't even be talked about. Not that's called the wasted wrestling. What? Yeah. 
Oh, because you're going to get super drunk. <laughs> Talk about Sweet wrestling. <laughs> be, half of it will be very fine craft beers. The other half will be Jake the Snake matches from 1992. <laughs> and then mainlining Coors Banquet beers. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, talking about beer and wrestling, have you boys been to uh, what's the bar in Des Moines? I don't know. I'm intrigued, though. Yeah, I don't think so. We both went there oh, wow. together. Shit. Bait shop? Yeah, El Bait Shop. Well, yeah. There's they wrestling have a in beautiful game. wall of wrestlers. Yeah. Oh, really? oh my God, it is <laughs> yeah. so That's cool. not how I thought it was going. No. I'm pretty sure there's like a giant Ric Flair in the men's bathroom, yeah. too. There is just like black and white glossies all the way back to the 50s. Of, uh, it is amazing. That's pretty cool. It is amazing. Did you know that uh, our friend Ben's mom, her friend dated Ric Flair in the 80s when he was dating, you know, 50 other people at the same time. Offline Rolex watch. She's got a picture of herself wearing the the belt in a hotel room in, like, Oklahoma City or something. I wonder what happened in that hotel room. (laughs) I don't think you want to know. Not just 30 for 30, I know what happened. (laughs) This is probably while his wife was at home with a young... With Charlotte. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Man, the nose on this beer is pretty Im- incredible. They kind of all start to smell the same. Yeah, see, you I'm getting it? nothing on this one. Yeah, I'm smelling kind of the same from the rest. Man, you're not picking up anything on the nose in this? Yeah, not a lot. I, not so much different from the last one, but I have moved into the taste. I do taste a little something different. What do you What do you taste on it? I haven't tasted it yet. No? Oh, I'm taste it. I, I will tell you, there. I have not seen Solo yet. Wow. God damn it. Is that a Star Wars thing? Yes. He's it's a Star Wars story. The Han Solo story. I don't know. He just... What's Star Wars? Is that like Star Trek? No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just be quiet. Did they take the ring back? No. No, I haven't. I don't. I'll watch it. That's the Reading Rainbow guy, right? That, that was that's Star Trek, <laughs> yes. It's LeVar Burton. It's Kunta Kinte. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You guys aren't pick old up enough on, to pick on, up on the on, roots. On the roots. <laughs> <laughs> no, we watched that, I think, in, in middle school or something. School. Yeah. Really? Except roots. it's like a five-hour movie, but I know that we watched it in three days in a half-hour class, so we didn't really see the movie mm-hmm. when I was in middle school. They just kept the movie rolling throughout. The <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, when you I came back. the beginning of this. Who is? I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, they... He was on a boat, and uh, did, yep, that did happen. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out in the end, though, right? Mm, it was a rough middle. There. <laughs> and that's how that podcast got turned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good thing Mark and yeah, Mar- Connor have the explicit uh, well, sign on there. As we've said, Mark will listen to it in two days. Connor will never know that this ever happened. That's right. But yeah. didn't he say he listened to one of them at least? He said that he's never. Mark, Connor's never listened to a fridge, guys. Okay. I don't think Connor has even listened Connor, to a part of. Connor's 3DL. listened to my very first episode, episode eight, on three three beers later. He listened to that when he was driving sometime, just because we were we got fucking shit house, a little tipsy. That well, I was drunk by the time we got there, but and then they got drunk because we were drinking White Elm Fluffleupagus thirteen percent stout, and uh, he got drunk. I think I was drinking with you before. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the only one he ever listened to fully through. 
I remember that episode very vividly because I almost hit a raccoon on the way to Texas while you were very much asleep in the passenger seat. <laughs> the raccoon was probably five and a half feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we were listening to that on the way down there. Damn, that was wild. That was... Well, that was probably like last uh, yeah, it was October February. or November. It well, was yeah. February because well, it's yeah. almost time for our annual trip again. That's right. But well, when I recorded that, that was over a year, yeah. a couple months ago. That was like episode eight was back in October. Because what are they on, like 60 now? No, 64, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I started listening when Jackie was on, and I think it was like episode 18. And I just said that it's been a year since Dane, you recorded. You told me to start listening to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it's, yeah, it, well, I guess it's been, you know, a year and 10 weeks, I guess. Sure. Since that. I've been, uh, I've been there since day one. Yeah. Episode you one. Earlier, you're a friend of the show, I think. That's right. Well, well I'm, I'm part of the three BL media empire, so. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys don't pick up anything different on the nose of this beer. I pick up a lot different on it, but what are you guys picking up taste-wise? I enjoy this one. Um, I'd probably say this is probably the second best one out of it. Yeah. You know, two two would probably be the best one so far, but this would probably be for myself the best, the second best one. I think I'm getting cinnamon. Yeah. And it's I forgot, like I've had too many sips in a row now that it's <laughs> just beer. That's uh, uh, cinnamon, but it would be very muted, more of a... It's really not terribly different from the last one. It's a little graham crackery and not any vanilla. I, I thought I had a little vanilla in the last one, but I'm gonna say some kind of nuts. Yeah, the last one had pecans, but I don't think this one does. No nuts in this one. Well, this is an American double stout, Imperial. A B V guesses? Eleven point two. Uh, ten point three. Yeah, twelve. One dollar, Bob. Eleven point seven. Yeah, all right. Dead. Decent body. You're the closest without going over. Thank you. <laughs> I got like a fridge or a scooter or what? Jeez. Yeah, no, you gotta take home some empty bottles if you want. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this uh, is a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout. Brewed with uh, coffee, whole vanilla beans, and cinnamon. Says it boasts a lush mouthfeel with just the right amount of creamy spice character to meld the rich malt and barrel age profile. This is from May of 2018. So all 2018s except for one 2017. I feel like that might be the best taste in beer of the night. And which one was that? Yeah. Was that number two? Uh, that was number four. Oh. Yep. Yeah. I had uh, no coffee notes in any beer that we drank tonight. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can agree. Yeah. I think the most coffee that I picked up would probably be on number three. But you guys said that degrades pretty quickly. Coffee flavors. Yeah. yeah. C- certain certain ones do. Yeah. And all of the ones that we didn't have any just pure coffee stouts. Everything right. that we had. That had coffee had something other in it, and everything else was much sweeter with, with that coffee. So I think that's what came forward for the most part. So if you had to had to rank 
Doug, we'll start with you if you had to rank the beers. Oh, in all of them in order? Yeah, just uh, kind of go down the... What do you, you guys think about it, too, while you're... I'll probably go quickly, two, six, four, five, one, three. Two, six, four, five, one, three. All right. I think I'd be pretty much the same besides I would rank two, six, four, five, three, one. Three, one? I'd, okay. I'd switch the last two around. I would be, I'm not on the same train. I'm definitely a four is far and away the best beer. Uh, it's a little harder after that. Maybe six, five, three, six, five, one, two, three, one, two, or one, three, one, three, two is... Like the third or fourth, third? third or fourth beer. Yeah. Okay. So you guys both think number two is the best, mm-hmm. right? All right. Let's let's open up number two. Let's see what it is. You guys talk. This will take me a second. Uh, on a side note, Get can you pass the dots over here? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, number two is the Imperial Porter Rum Barrel aged no rum to be found. That's right. There it was, was no it rum. was a fine beer. It was certainly drinkable since i know i know john is an avid beer connoisseur john do you want to give me an idea of what you think this beer is or what brewery you think it is an imperial porter well i have to start with breweries that do an imperial porter could be uh southern tier or who does Last Snow. Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha. Southern Tier, something like that. I'm going to go with what he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to disagree. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I have no I really don't have any idea. I think if it was a Funky Buddha, it would be better. Oh, Clown Shoes. Damn it, I was going to say Clown Shoes because it's the only weird one that I know. That's right. I had nothing to base it off of. <laughs> clown shoes. And you know what? Sometimes I feel like clown shoes get the bad rap. I, I don't give them a bad rap. They're, for the price that they charge, they produce a ton of variety. Almost all barrel-aged. Yeah, a lot of barrel-aged stouts yeah, I, for $12. Yeah, I think it's it's a good brewery. Where are they out of uh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Does it say it on there? I'm sure it does. They're probably somewhere. Owned by some kind of conglomerate, but not the kind of... Not ABV. Oh. Not AB and Bev. I-P-S-W-I-C-H. Ipswich, Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. But then this is our Arizona distributor. Yeah. Okay. So that was the Imperial Porter aged with agave and vanilla beans and then barrel aged with rum barrels. This was number two. Yes. That was a, that was your guys' favorite. <laughs> and that was your third, right, John? Yeah, third or fourth. That's, yeah. yeah. That's um, good for you guys. That's uh, Those beers are available here in town, reasonably priced. That's, that's right. That's great. 
We're at clown, clown shoes. You can buy at anywhere. Most um, Myers, Moran's. Uh, I'm missing one here. I think High V has them. Hy-Vee, sometime, maybe sometime, maybe like 40th uh, in Williamsburg. The still, the still, oh, yeah, still has, has it. Yep. Them. So, so I guess going, like, how would you rank the local, like liquor stores or whatever? Uh, who has the best wide variety of them? Because, oh. like, for myself, I live close to a high V, so you yeah. know I usually go there. But if I ever want to, but some high Vs are better have better uh, wine far. spirits than yeah. others do. So okay, if you're looking at the best beer, high V is going to be Williamsburg High V at 40th and Old Cheney. Oh, I missed that high V. Yeah, they have the best craft beer. We'll say um, selection. They get the most of whatever you know rare. or hard to get stuff is that high V's get. Um other than that, you know, Myers always has a great selection. Moran's has a wonderful selection. So I know Moran's, get, Moran's has like eight or like six to eight different like mix and match type yeah. of coolers. Yeah. yeah. Single sets. You can buy anything yeah. that Moran's gets you can buy a single bottle of And the still has a, a huge selection of of beers just on the shelf there too. Mm-hmm. All right, so John, your number one was right here, number four, no. right? You have any guesses of what you could be tasting here? The wolf. You think it's wolf? The wolf, yeah. Is it correct? Oh, it's coming off. Yeah, it might be coming off. Because you okay. use electrical. Well, never not, know. not because of my incredible knowledge of beers, but because of my knowledge of Dane and. <laughs> Well, we'll never know. It's just <laughs> yeah. a white label. Yeah, this might. Good thing you have notes of it. Yep. It's a white beer. <laughs> oh, it's white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is yeah. without without going through notes? Yes. It is High West Victory at Sea. Really? Yeah. This is... Where's that out of? Wow. It's uh, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Ball- Ballast Point. Brewing uh, High West Barrel-Aged Victory at Sea with coffee and vanilla. Yep. I... Is this the one? Which one this, has this marshmallows? The, no, that's not this one. This okay. is the oldest one. Okay. Yeah. This one was from January of 2017. Well, I guess I won't be using electrical tape anymore. <laughs> I enjoyed a four-pack of that. I enjoyed it fresh, and uh, it's still drinking very well. The new one was out just recently, the 2018. So yeah. I did not get any of that. Well, it might be something worth picking up. Yeah, as well yeah, as this you one. Can find it. And yeah. So, John, are you as wide versed as Dane here with like a fridge of what he has? Oh, I don't have as big of selection as he has, but uh, I've got a maybe 150 different beers in my fridge. So. John partakes in most of the beers. That's right. I drink every, pretty much everything Dane drinks. I drink as well, but vice tra- versa. But do you travel as he does just to get the beers? I do. Yeah, I mean, there's some beers you have to travel to go get because they're just not here. Yeah. All right, so what was your second ones? What did you say? Oh, I don't remember. Wasn't it four? You I thought it was four. No. Six. six. Yeah, I think six, six probably. Six. Another electrical tape one. <laughs> ah, it's the same beer. Yeah. <laughs> All this white label stuff. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
I don't yep. think I had it. Well, you have it in your notes anyway. Just no idea of what this was. This one this. has no label. Yeah. There's no nothing on this one. All right. It looks like black stripe. This beer is from Central Waters Brewing. It is Cassian Sunset. I knew it. I surprised I didn't think of that. <laughs> so what, it's from one of the 50 states. You said that's 18. Okay. Yeah. Central Waters. Can we guess the state? Yeah. Go ahead. Central Waters. All the states I'm thinking of don't allow craft brewing. I'm going to say Michigan. I have no idea. Close. Close. All right. Well, I'm going to say then Illinois. Mm, nope. You're getting colder. Wisconsin. Canada? Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> no. Central Waters is out of Wisconsin. And uh, it's a good beer. I really enjoyed that beer, too. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I still have some of that. Like, out of all the beers that we had tonight, there's not one that I would never have again. Yeah. But yeah. it's some I would have more than others, like oh, this sure. Clown Shoes or yeah. the one that we just opened. Yeah. I think I would have more. So clown shoes, one, clown but. shoes you can buy anywhere. Now that beer in particular, you probably can't buy it that much anymore. But they every every month or every other month they have new stouts that they put out that have different adjuncts or different barrels or so. So clown shoes you can always get some. The the High West Victory at Sea Ballast Point. Um, it's something you can buy here. It's a limited four pack. But uh, if you're out and about, you you can find it at some place usually. Also a great value. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, super great value. It's yeah. an amazing beer. Now, I think twelve, maybe maybe fifteen dollars for a four pack. Yeah, Cassian Sunset is not locally available here. They do not distribute in Nebraska, so but they do distribute in Iowa. So if you just go over the river to Council Bluffs, you can find it and buy it there. Um, I actually got this when I was in Des Moines just over the summer. So that's when I got that. Um, let's see. What was the next um, ones that you said? I like the one was it number five here? Yeah. Electrical tape again. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not even going to go ahead and take it <laughs> off because I know what's going to happen. This is the 2018 Woot Stout. Is that what you knew that? Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Uh, it's From uh, the description, there's not yeah. too many beers that have that description. It is a, I would say, what's a collab beer, really? Um, it's considered it's, a collab, and yeah. there's no other brewers involved. In it. True, it's it's from Stone Brewing, um, but it's collab with uh, Drew Curtis and someone that you might know, Doug Will Wheaton. Oh, the Will Wheaton? Yes. Will. Is that like from the big, big Bang Theory? Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. No, not from the Big Bang oh. Theory. He actually was on uh, like an episode of the Big Bang oh, Theory. I think. Oh, no, he's yeah. on a lot of episodes. Is he? Oh, yeah. Yes. He's Wesley Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, he has like the lisp or whatever. Right. right. You got, yep. Okay. Isn't he in Stand By Me, too? Maybe. Probably. I, I mean, probably. Know. Could be. I think so. I think as a kid, that was like his Unless, big... Well, no, it was Jerry O'Connell. Maybe it was Will the, Wheaton the, the main, main kid, kid and River Phoenix. You're yes. probably right. Yes. That's about the right, right time. Yes. 
So uh, this is 2018 Woot Stout. So this might be the newest. Yeah, this was the newest beer that we drank um, tonight. It, it was from May, wasn't it? Yeah, it came. I, I think I picked it up in the summer. Probably yeah. came out earlier in that. Yeah. So this is also one that does get distributed here. You can buy on the shelves when it comes out. It was in a six-pack this year. Normally it was in, before it was in the Bombers, but this year they did a six-pack of 12-ounce bottles, which was nice. So we've got a few more of them. I can't say after drinking that I think it's going to age too terribly no. well. The uh, it, A few years ago it was a beer to seek out. It was a very highly regarded stop, but it has gone downhill a little bit. No. So that brings us to number one and number three. What did you, who who liked what over what? I think I think I had number one as the worst. One was the worst I for you. I think. But I think I think I had three as the worst. Yeah. Three was the know. worst. I don't remember. One of them was the Is worst. Three <laughs> was three the marshmallow one. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, three yeah. was the worst for me too. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is, worst. John? We need a half label on that one. I guess. Marshmallow coffee was the description, right? So I'm saying Dino S'mores. Coffee, Dino S'mores by Off Color. Yep. yep. And that, that was a hard variant to pull a couple years ago. I was pretty excited when I got it the first time. And, and I was disappointed having it fresh from... No, I had the, a bottle at uh, Stout Fest at the Raven. First time... Went down there just to get that beer because yeah. it was a hard bottle to pull before. And I was disappointed. To, I thought regular Dino S'mores was better. Yeah, regular Dino S'mores I think is amazing because it actually does taste like s'mores. This one I did not yep. uh, did not get that as much as right. Um, I I thought that fresh too that it it uh, the coffee kind of killed the marshmallow flavor and there was not much there. So that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, and that's another one that's a limited beer, but it does distribute here. Off Color Brewing is the brewery on this one. It, they're out of Chicago. And, uh, you know, at like one time of year is it released, and and we get a, a few bottles. I actually got that one from Myers, I believe. So, All right, we're down to our final reveal here tonight. Anyone want to guess where this, what this beer, where this beer is from? I'm going to say New Mexico. Did you say that because it was a Mexican, Mexican style? No, I forgot that it was Mexican style. I just picked the state. A Mexican style and who distributes it? I'm going to say Colorado. I have no idea. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at. I have no idea, but I just picked a state that's kind of out there. Really? Am I close? Oh, maybe I don't. Uh, we got to fill in here. They yeah, 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 I like this a lot. So how about that wrestling? I like this a lot when I got it. And it's it's pretty fresh. This beer is called For Whom from Campanology Brewing. Who's it for? Well. For whom? You're actually not supposed to ask. <laughs> The only place that you can that you buy these is at Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader oh. Joe's beer. Oh. Yeah, so well, it's this very inexpensive beer. Yeah, this was eight dollars for this uh, 
this bomber. This is the one that had the chilies, the cacao nibs, and the cinnamon. Just imperial Mexican stout. Um, Campanology is out of Wisconsin. I mean, for eight dollars, it's not bad for that bottle. Yeah, it was drinkable. I I enjoyed it the very first time I had it, and I think it's probably already going a little downhill. But yeah, it's probably reached its peak and it's going down yeah. from now. What you can expect from a eight dollar eight dollar <laughs> bomber. And it wasn't from Trader was, Joe's. That was probably the lowest ABV I think that we've had. No, I think what didn't you say there was something under ten? Yeah, maybe there was a nine point five. I think there was a yeah under ten there. Yeah, but well, uh, what uh, you guys uh, think that maybe you'll drink uh, drink a stout from time to time now, or did we turn you off on stouts altogether? Well, I already drink stouts from time to time. Like I said, in the summer for some reason, but um, yes, I'll keep drinking stouts. Yeah. I'll keep drinking whatever. <laughs> you know, as like, long as it's free. Yeah. Well, not, not so much that it's free, but no, like, like I, I think on the first episode that, uh, of the Friends of 3BL, I, I generally go towards what the label looks like. Um, and so... Well, it's hard to tell from... Well, when it's blind, <laughs> blind, yeah, it's hard to tell that way, but... Well, you, you picked probably the second... The best or the second best label out of the whole thing? Right. What, the white label? No, the Clown, clown Shoes. shoes. Oh, great yeah. label. They shoes do their branding. Amazing is. labels. Yep. I, I, not going back any further on, on the podcast or anything, but the one out of North Dakota, I think, is the best. Uh, oh, you the Drecker beers. Drecker beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, they I, are good. I, good. I brought that on to one of my college professors, and he, mm-hmm. just out of the label alone, he wanted to go up there and get some. Yeah. But... Um, but no, I, I like I, I I don't have any issues uh, with any stouts or anything like that. Every stout that I've had, I've enjoyed. Um, you know, I, I'd put them up, you know, on, on at least drinkable again. Uh, you know, uh, maybe a six pack at most each time, but nothing more or nothing less than that. Yeah. It, the the other label that would have been really cool was the <laughs> High West Victory at Sea, the white label. <laughs> But uh, you could not see that one. That's pretty cool. And where's that out of again? That one's out of Ballast Point, which is in San Diego, okay. California. So we had a couple of Wisconsin's, a Chicago, a Massachusetts, and Stones out of California, too. Yeah. See, I, I wish when I lived in Wisconsin, I wish I was a little more of a beer guy. Um, at that time, it was 21, Bud Light, Bush Light, and stuff like that to figure out more of these beers because you said two or three of them were out of Wisconsin, right? Yep. 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 And so, you know, and, and none of these were like completely bad for myself. Um, all of them I, I definitely would have at least another beer of, but I, I wish when I lived out in Wisconsin, I wish I would have tried more of them because, you know, of course for myself, it was Line and Cools was, sure. was the... You know, beer of choice, I guess, out there. Yeah, a lot of Lion Kugels drank in Wisconsin. What we had Empyrean, and that was about it around here when we were twenty-one through thirty. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> Zipline was around when we were twenty-eight. <laughs> when when one of us was twenty-eight, that's true. <laughs> 
All right. Well, um, I think we've reached the ending point of episode six of the Fridge Guys podcast. Um, if you're listening to this and have not followed the new Twitter for the Fridge Guys, at Fridge underscore guys, please uh, go ahead and give that a follow. Uh, I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> yeah, you did ask when that was going to happen. Do you, do, it, do you want me to do a follower count? I was sit, sitting around uh, drinking and was like, well, I might as well go ahead and do that. <laughs> well, no, like, it, it's, I, I think it's a different aspect of, you know, 3B, 3BL, of yeah. where, you know, the first episode, how we just talked random shit. Yeah, yeah. And then going forward, you know, it, it's very educational for myself uh, of somebody who. Do, you know, doesn't know a whole lot of craft beers or, you know, of the local scene in general, too. Well, that's, I mean, that's my passion is beer. And my my biggest passion is sharing my beer with people that uh, have never had those beers. Um, that's, I mean, that's how I live my life. That's kind of what I wanted to bring into this podcast is inviting people um, into my to my my uh, basement here and horror and, uh, cave yeah <laughs> horror cave <laughs> it's not that scary folks it's very actually it's it's not that scary i, I truly <laughs> i truly enjoy all all of the ones that you've done so far of because yeah. it's very knowledgeable on the fact of what um what you and and your guests bring yeah and that's hopefully uh maybe next month uh i think the guys from moran's might come in and we can uh, learn a little bit more about uh, how they, how they, uh, you know, got going with Moran's and how they've built it into what it is now. And so they've done some amazing things over there, and really kind of some pioneers with with craft beer here in the in the city yeah. of Lincoln. They definitely drive the scene in Lincoln. Yeah, and uh, they're they're behind a lot of things with craft beer just here in the city of Lincoln. So. Um, bring them on, and and then like I've said before, I, I plan on getting breweries, um, either me going to them or or getting some brewer brewers in here and and doing some uh, some live interviews and and drinking some beers and I'm just having a good time and and yeah, it's education. We I like to have a good time and you know if if I've never met you on Twitter or or out and about, just you know say what's up. You know I'm. I'm out and about drinking all the time. If uh, if you see me, say hi. I'm pretty pretty approachable. Half drunk half the time, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for uh, drinking some of these beers. Yeah, thank you, Nate. Yeah, thank you. And uh, we'll see see you in the new year. Yeah, can't, it's a couple weeks away. For, oh can't, boy, can't wait for people starting to say that to you. See you next year. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, it's already started. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Anyone going on vacation at work? Oh, we'll see you next year. I think, okay. Yeah, I hope I see you on the 30th. <laughs> 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 but uh, you guys have a good holiday. Christmas next week. New Year's next is the week after that. If you guys really want to start the year off right, uh, hit uh, me up on my Twitter. Uh, fridge under guy score. Yep, what? that was it. That's the one. <laughs> fridge under guys. <laughs> uh, it is closet guys. Fridge <laughs> underscore guys or at Dane P on Twitter. The uh, the first of the year. I'm I'm gonna be putting on a a pretty epic Black Tuesday. It is the first Tuesday of the year, and we're gonna drink a lot of Black Tuesday beers from the brewery. 
So if anybody wants to get on that, send me a message. I've got plenty of seats available at that share. <sighs> I'd probably only like eight people listen to this, so that's all right. But One of them has to be Brazilian, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I have a friend that's Brazilian. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in. We'll uh, catch you next time. Find uh, Fridge Guys on 3beerslater.com and wherever 3beerslater.com is streamed. That's where you'll find the Fridge Guys.